So, because right. I can shop so, this. Recording now. And playing on three. One, two, and three. I wasn't going to do this one. But okay. I decided I, I, I need to. New music. These are the confessions of a band geek. Time to get personal. If I could, I'd probably do things differently. Uh, these are the confessions of a band geek. Reminiscing, thinking how I got to where I'm at. Throwback before I even learned how to rap. Tell my story kind of sort of like my diary. These are the confessions of a band geek. Music molded me and made me me. If I could, I'd probably do things differently. I used to only take my horn home once a week. These are the confessions of a band geek. Fifth grade, I remember it like yesterday. I saw the band and decided I wanted to play. I tried the trombone and the sax, but that wasn't fun. I always had rhythm, so I wanted to play the drums. But ain't nothing happening, I guess it was too late. I decided I ain't want to play them anyway. Then the director told... <laughs> then the director told me give the coronet a try Handed it to me and told me to try to make a sound Watching the hands to make sure I had the form down Couple people staring so I'm not trying to look stupid now Played it so loud I had everyone looking around From that moment I decided it was all Fifth and sixth grade passed I was still going strong Seventh grade my folks were glad I was serious about something Moms took me up to Sadler's and bought me my own trumpet <laughs> For real before I even learned how to rap Tell my story kinda sorta like my diary These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week Um, 8th grade at Waldo, everything switched That's when I met Mr. Conrad and Mr. Tripp New beginnings, never seen nothing like this Private school to public school, I had to get a grip Met a gang of homies that I loved like my brothers Straight clowning up in class, couldn't tell us nothing Walked to school every day with Louis Sotero Was taken way too soon, we'll see you again though Freshman year at East High, man it flew by Still all up in my shell, I was super shy Was cool with all the jocks cause my brother hooped My cousins Trees and Ann had me plugged with all the ladies too Sophomore year, it felt like heavy pep band Playing in the stands, drunk off 211 At the games, me and Vernon used to wild out And all my fellow band geeks know what I'm talking about Straight up <laughs> Before I even learned how to rap These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could, I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week. The year was when I started skipping class. My mom said found out I guarantee she kicked me. Did football one year and also did track. I threw the shot put in the disc, but really I was whack. Playing the trumpet was the only thing I stuck with. And that was only because my moms wouldn't let me quit. Hardly took my horn home being lazy. I was good and that's what drove Mr. Kaiser shot crazy. Can't forget the day he told me he was disappointed. Said I could have done something with the music if I wanted. The Walt Disney Parade marching. That's when my vision to be an artist really got started. But everything I know now, I wish I knew it then. I would have realized this music is my calling. So all the shorties coming up, remember no matter what. Time is precious. Don't waste it. No stalling. Go all in. Throwback before I even learned how to rap. Tell my story kind of sort of like my diary. These are the confessions of a band geek. Music molded me and made me, me. And if I could, I'd probably do things differently. I used to only take my horn home once a week. These are the confessions of a band geek. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
great. It is. It is. Good morning, everybody. So my, you got you guys caught us in the mid mid conversation. Uh, I was just ranting to myself in my own head here. Uh, I like this. And Monica says, uh, I like this song now. That's our little intro for everybody. Uh, which makes me happy to hear her say that because, like, I want everybody to feel good when they wake up and feel powerful kind of thing. And, uh, you know, here at the show, you guys don't uh, don't know that, kind of see behind the scenes stuff. But here at the show, we chop a lot, get it, get it ready, get it popping and all that kind of stuff. So... I'm actually good to hear that. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.05 a.m. And you are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. When... Right. Right. Yeah. Because that's for you. That's for Monica. For all y'all. Josie Mendoza-Geller. Tracy Duran. I mean, it's this. It's too many of y'all to name. But good morning to all of you beautiful, wonderful people out there. It is Veterans Day 2021. Yeah, that's right. Shout them out. Shout them out. Yay! I know. A beautiful, beautiful day, even though it is hectic and rainy and all that. Uh, we got a calendar of on-the-scene events that we're doing here, uh, bringing the news to people on the local level as we do. We have a special guest today. Um, she is a friend of the show, a United States Marine Corps veteran as well. Thank you to all those who are serving and who have served to protect our country. Our guest speaker is Ali Hernandez. Word up, word up, word all the way up all right sally bice is here greg zilioli good morning dan burrell tells all of us happy veterans day thanks to all the vets who served and those still serving uh dora says she can't make it today it's all to the good so you know actually i'm going to start off with that because uh there was an update yesterday i'm sure you guys saw it uh but the parade that was scheduled has been uh, canceled today due to the weather as we can see outside um, and it's going to be inside City Hall starts at 1030 um, and it uh, the time and duration I think it goes for like two hours it'll be in City Hall it's due to the weather uh, women veterans are still the key theme for today's Veterans Day um, so they will be inside and uh, yeah it'll be really good Mayor Richard Urban uh, himself an army veteran We'll be leading the procession inside, not like out through the streets in the rain, uh, but we'll be uh, leading the discussion and we'll highlight the achievements of women in our armed forces. Now, here is something that's actually very interesting, two pieces uh, when it comes to today. Uh, the first is that today is the 11th hour. Well, the roll call will signify the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month commemorating the armistice agreement that ended World War One. Okay, um, and also there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in Kane County for Veterans Day too. Um, now the GAR Memorial Hall is our premier vet museum here in the city on Downer Place. Uh, it's a great place. Eric Prize is a, is a dear friend of the show. Um, and there's some other stuff that's going on around Kane County. St. Charles Veterans Day Ceremony is going to be at 10.30 a.m. at the fire station number 1, 112 North Riverside Avenue. Uh, that ceremony will begin with the national anthem, followed by prayer, remarks, and a closing prayer, and gun salute and taps performance. Yorkville is going to have uh, 2021 Yorkville Flags of Valor up at Town Square, 301 North Bridge Street. That will remain on display through Veterans Day. The Village of North Aurora will hold its annual Veterans Day Ceremony at 11 a.m. Thursday at the North Aurora Veterans Memorial at Willow Way and Fairview Drive. And Oswego's Little White School Museum will open its annual Remembering Our Veterans exhibit. Uh, that's this morning, 72 Polk Street. Uh, and that's going to continue through Sunday. Uh, public exhibit hours will be Monday, Thursday, and Friday, 1 to 5.30 p.m. And Saturday and Sunday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, Monica, our giggity guest. Yes, 
absolutely wonderful. Um, okay, now in addition to that, how many of you guys are familiar with the song um, My Bonnie? You guys know that song? My Bonnie lies over the ocean. My Bonnie lies over the sea. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. Oh, bring back my Bonnie to me. Um, that song is a World War II song, okay? And um, it actually is a song that the bomber pilots used to sing. Um, and they would sing that going across, you know, to give themselves some good luck. Um, now, one of the things that's interesting is that that song was changed, as we know. It's Those lyrics are not what we sing today, but it was, My bomber flies over the ocean. My bomber flies over the sea. My bomber flies over the ocean. Oh, bring back my bomber to me. But they had to uh, tighten it up and make it easy and nice and palatable for the kids to sing. Okay. So, I want to... Um, give you guys a little bit of something to think about today as we go into this uh, Veterans Day. And that to think about is um, how many of you have a service member in your family? Do you? Do you have anybody who is uh, serving currently? or has served, if you do, and if you have someone that is currently serving, we hope that they're safe. Being safe is key, because we love all of you guys, we want you to be safe, but also, um, if you do have a person who has served, please, on behalf of Good Morning Aurora, let them know that we value their service here on Veterans Day. Okay, Cheryl Brownell is here. Good morning, Cheryl. Good to see you this morning. Adeline is here. Good morning to you as well. Yes, all y'all people. Jim Mendoza says her grandfather was in the Air Force. Very cool. Gloria Gerardo, good morning to you. Happy Veterans Day today and all that serve our country. We appreciate that very, very much. Jim Mendoza, hello to you. And Dan Barrero, thank you very much, sir. Anna Sierra is here. Anna Sierra is the uh, namesake of Anna's Custom Treats. We appreciate her and uh, love y'all. Man, love you guys. I'm glad that we are able to have, make, and continue. Um, hang on one second, guys. Let me see here. We have her. Allie Hernandez is here. She was running kind of late, so I had to filibuster there for a moment. All right. So as you guys, one of the cool things about doing live radio is that uh, I had to go get our guest from the front door, and Monica did her thing. It's raining outside, you guys. So uh, without further delay, Allie, how you feeling? They can't see you yet. <laughs> the camera's okay, not. Good. The camera's not on right sure, now. Man. Yeah. But, um, I'm great. Got here safe. Good. And um, all is well. Got some sleep. All right. Which is really important, right? Nice, nice. Sleep is important. Yeah, um, if you can, real quick, introduce yourself to our listeners. My name is Alejandra Hernandez. Everybody knows me as Ali, Ale. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm born and raised here in Aurora. I think this is like my third or fourth time. This is your on. third time is on Good third? Morning Aurora. Damn, Wowzers. famous. Yeah. Cheers it up, though. Cheers yeah. it up. <laughs> it's your first time meeting Monica, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But didn't, did I see you the other day at the, at the uh, volunteer? That's right. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Allie Hernandez is a Marine Corps veteran, and she also helps volunteer in her community. She did some great work with our yeah. friends and community partners, the Neighbor Project. Yeah, that was on Saturday. I saw you in some pictures. You were doing good. You were slinging paint. You were doing all the things. Yeah. Good. Um, so it's Veterans Day. We're going to talk uh, to you and get your perspective 
on some things. Okay. Uh, but first, first things first, let's talk about service. Yeah. Okay. How has being in the military, how did being in the military impact you uh, ongoing? Did being in the military impact me, mm-hmm. like, ongoing? Yeah. It benefited me. Like, I, in many ways, like, in parts, like, because I was able to pay for college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, able to put in a disability and, like, receive um, some money from that because, you know, it's... It's it's the dues, you know. Right. Um, what else have I benefited? You dress nice. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're still in uniform, shit. <laughs> <laughs> right up. Opposite hand too. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I gotta stay fresh. Um, and with staying fresh, you also gotta take care of your mental health. So, that, right. you know, through the VA. You, you, they have services, different types of mental health services, even for your physical well-being. Right. That's that has grown too, because it didn't used to be like that. Like right. the services have increased, like as they identify more problems and everything. Yeah, and they they are more open with like pronouns and stuff. Right. They they try their best to ask you. Naturally, good. Women's health's gotten a lot better too. I remember I had like an ovarian cyst one time mm-hmm. and I needed to get seen for it. We didn't know that it was an ovarian cyst. Right. And they ended up like outsourcing me somewhere else to to get um that looked at. So really interesting how it's expanded. Good, good, good. Yeah. All right, I have one quick news topic that I'm gonna give to you guys and then we will get back here to our discussion with our friend of the show. Our famous person, the, <laughs> the young lady who's been on the show more than anybody, very actually. Very humble, very, very humble. Very humble, the humblest. Yes. Um, and that's our dear friend, Allie, here. All right, Tracy Duran, good morning to you. Good morning, morning, everyone. Happy Veterans Day, and thank you for your service, Allie and me. Oh, thank you very much, dear friend. Bianca Camargo, Christina M. Taylor, thank you for your service, for all your bravery and sacrifices. Prima, también. Mariana E. Lilly. It's Buenos Dias Aurora all over again. Aisha Saxon, good morning to you. That was in my guitar lesson book. Ah, we were talking about my bomber flies over the ocean. Dan Barrero, you play guitar? Oh, right on. I mean, damn. I don't think I recognize that song. Who sings that one? Um, well, you know that song, My Bonnie Flies Over the Ocean. Or My Bonnie Lies Over the Sea. No, I'm not familiar with it. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta get it. Yeah, you messed it up. Mm, My bad, guys. Yeah, okay. As we were. Danielle <laughs> Borkowitz, Mosqueda, good morning to you. Sally Bice, hello again. Casildo Casey Cuevas, good to see you. And Jasmine, you made it. You made it. Yeah, man. Hey. Yeah. Grace Cornell, what's up? Okay, here we go. Um, so real quick in local news, Aurora Panel favors contract for project to widen Bilter Road. Uh, the city council just Tuesday recommended an engineering contract that would be the first phase of widening Bilter Road on the city's far northeast side. Aldermen on the Infrastructure and Tech Committee voted unanimously to uh, recommend a $381,850 contract with Aurora-based HR Green Incorporated, which had the best proposal of 13 submitted, and that's according to Aurora Deputy Public Works Director Jason Bauer. He told Alderman that this would allow the first phase of, excuse me, the first phase study of widening Bilter Road from the Illinois Prairie Path to the entrance for Chicago Premium Outlets, better known as the Outlet Mall. Uh, this is the last section of that road that is two lanes. The land is in an area generally identified by the city as the Farnsworth Avenue Corridor, in this, um, which the city owns land on both the north and south sides of I-88, the property is on the far northeast side of the uh, town. Ah. So Bilter Road, uh, get ready for that. And uh, it's gonna be some road widening, which I don't know about you guys, but ever since they changed a lot of the streets from one ways to like doubles, mm-hmm. people were getting used to that. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, which one am I going on Galena now? Very like, confusing. Right, just read, lady. Okay, <laughs> so. Tell us about the Marine Corps. What's it like? Is it like a... A day in the Marine Corps type thing? Yeah, is it like Terminator and all that? (laughs) No. (laughs) Predator. Predator, the Predator. No. 
No, it's the opposite of that, actually. The opposite of that. And it's really interesting that you say that because I, I was listening to Rittenhouse. How the trial going on all that, right? Yeah, yeah, it was day seven yesterday and like how he's like, talking about his rifle. Mm -hmm. And like all that jargon he was using, right? Like his fanny pack and like he was a medic. So yeah, those are things like you'll see there, right? Like you'll you'll have a weapon is like your M sixteen issued to you and like you have to go through all the training once a year sure. and all that. Um and honestly just depending on what your job is, every day is gonna be a little different. What was your job? I was a cook. Okay. It wasn't my first choice. But... I saw you with mad weapons. What kind of cook were they? <laughs> 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 we yeah. we were with the wing unit. I mean, hey. I don't know. Um, I said I want mayonnaise. You said what? What? Okay, <laughs> I'm giving you mustard instead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But it's not even like that. We just, you know, we have to always be ready. We're amphibious. Mm -hmm. Right. But it, like I said, every day is different depending on your job. And you may have a different shift. You might be like uh, first shift, second shift, third shift, and you don't get every weekend off. So you don't get every weekend off. No. Okay. Now you were deployed. Where'd you? Uh, where were you deployed to? Al Takadam, Camp TQ, and Al Assad, okay. Iraq. Iraq. All right. Iraq. Are those all Iraq bases or locations? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think those bases still exist. Right. We pulled up. Uh, the Al-Assad base, if I'm not mistaken, is the one where, I think a year ago, uh, that ballistic missile incident happened yeah, with the Iranians. Um, what's Iraq like? It's really hot. Um, lots of sandstorms. Um, and when I was there, it did get a little chilly. It rained. So, Iraq? Yeah, we wow. had like, some like, sandstorm weather, some rain weather. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like in the middle of like December, January, I remember. Yeah. Um, was it was Marine Corps boot camp tough? What was it like? So who were you before the military? Who was it? And who were you like going into the military? Well, Marine Corps boot camp I think was tough, but who was I before the military? I honestly was a young person that was trying to find themselves. Um any regards and wanted to do something. I wanted to like pretty much answer a call. And then like it helped to have my stepdad as a support. He told me that going in the military would benefit me. So I tried it out and it worked. Um so I feel like it changed me a lot. It gave me a lot of uh tools that I use now. A lot of really good experiences that helped shape me to who I am today, which is, I would say, a pretty well-rounded person. So, did your cooking get better? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get me started on that. Right <laughs> but it can be, and it has actually. As a matter of fact, I did whip something pretty yummy the other day. So, I gotta give myself a pat, a pat on the back for that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um. So, now one of the things that you and I talked about. So for the listeners and for the viewers at home, um, on one of your previous times with us, <clears throat> what yeah. we talked about was military culture. Yeah. What it's, what it's actually like being in the military, military culture and how it is. Um, and, you know, we, we spoke about, for example, the Vanessa Guillen incident and, and many other things. Uh, in your opinion, you know, I know you're not, you know, currently active duty and everything, but just from the people that you know and you still talk to, what's the culture like? Is it getting better? Is it the same? Can it ever change? I think it might have gotten better, but I haven't really um, spoken to anyone that's like, really like active. But I feel like it has gotten better. But it's a very complex situation. Right. Yeah, because I think that in different areas, like different duty stations, because there's so many duty stations worldwide for, like, the Marines, the Navy, even the Army, right? Um, and so I'm, I'm sure they have their own incidents. Right. I'm sure these things still happen. 
but um, I really haven't looked into it or much, but it could get better. Right. All, overall, I think it could get better. Okay. All right. So we have some local news for you and uh, our great, wonderful intern, Monica, will be delivering those local headlines for you. Monica, would you take us to a commercial and let of us course. know what's happening? Hey everyone, happy Veterans Day. Yeah, <laughs> word up, Monica. <laughs> all right, good morning everyone. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. I'll be sharing that link with you all in our chat. A free caregiver sem seminar will take place on November 30th from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Enjoy motivational speaker and renowned author Loretta Vinny in a conversation called Moving Caregivers from I Give Up to I Got This. This seminar, sponsored by Age Guide, Alzheimer's Association, and AARP, will present tools that every caregiver needs to thrive with confidence. And I'll be sharing that registration link with you all in our chat. November 12th, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., Bardwell Residence, located at 63 South Broadway, will be featuring cocktails and conversation. Um, come see what Bardwell is all about. To RSVP, you can call 630-892-5790. The Kane County and DuPage County Sheriff's Offices are hosting a job readiness and hiring event Thursday, November 18th, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. This will take place at 205 North Lake Street, Suite 103 in Aurora. Those who participate can receive help in many areas, such as resume writing and interviewing, and be introduced to the job and community resources. And I'll be sharing that registration link with you all in our chat. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Monica, give us a clap. A clap. Yeah, clap for Monica. All y'all. Right. She's not pushing the button for that clap. Okay. Now I got something else to tell you guys about. Two, uh, do not forget that our friends of the show, the Alive Teen Center, 78 South LaSalle Street, and the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez have teamed up with ourselves, Good Morning Aurora, and by extension, Buenos Dias Aurora, to host and receive items for the uh, clothing drive, winter clothing drive, November 15th through the 20th. Our location here at 5 East Downer Place, Suite T, will be a drop-off location from 7 to 3, uh, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. So please, if you have any kind of items that can help benefit those less fortunate as we go into colder times, gloves, hats, scarves, uh, minted, uh, yeah. Let's take a sip. Word Let's up. Take a second. Oh, you know the sip. Yeah, yes. you've been here. Come on, yeah. Mm. Ah. Mm -hmm. um, if you have any of those items that can benefit those less fortunate, including mittens, uh, please drop them off here with us. We uh, appreciate those items very much so the time is now 8 27 a.m all right um so with it with it being a veteran's day i was talking to a friend who brought up the fact that veteran's day only seems to be you know because tomorrow it'll be it'll all be over yeah right yesterday <laughs> there was no in the veteran community we knew you know but um it seems like it's a flash in the paint and then it's gone what do you think about that i, I sometimes feel like there's not enough there especially like older veterans who really struggle i feel like there's not enough thought for them but what's your opinion yeah i feel like society like they just don't put too much emphasis or think about like who's in their defense right like um, and there's just like so much going on. I think it's just also part of like everyone's so busy with their day to day, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we do. I feel like we do forget about the older veterans because they do need more assistance. Right. Get older. Um, so, you, where is Marine Corps base at Camp Lejeune? Oh, no, it's in. Uh, South Carolina, Paris Island. Paris Island. And now I guess they're allowing women to train also in San Diego. So San Diego's another one. They would send the men that live west. Mm -hmm. They would go to San Diego. But now. Okay. Get that challenge. I didn't know that. Those hills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in San Diego. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, interesting. Camp 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you were in Paris Island. Yeah. Okay. Damn, you smile when we say Paris. <laughs> Man, Sam please and all bring it. Oh god. <laughs> oh boy. Word. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. okay. So I I unfortunately unfortunately did not know you before the military. Uh so I can only I can only imagine who you might have been and what the you know what became of the the new alley that we have today but uh what were those memories like in Paris Island cuz you were out of your element you're an aurora girl yeah it was definitely out of my element um i was like training during the holidays so that was a challenge um what else yeah getting used to like the kinds of bugs that they have out there cuz of the sand those sand fleas like they would land on you and you can't really move to like the scratch or get rid yeah. of them make them you know go like that you yeah. can't do that and if they caught you doing stuff like that they yell at you right um so part of that discipline that they were trying to ingrain in you just right really, yeah just deal with it mm -hmm. <laughs> just deal with it yeah you could handle it it'll be just fine but right. yeah it's so. only a spider Right, it's only a spider, and it's only um, red <laughs> oh, yeah. ants crawling up my back. Yeah, that happened uh, during the crucible. Pretty sure some of them listen to this and be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." What's but, the crucible? Oh, it's um, I think it's like forty-eight or fifty some hours, sixty hours or something like that. For you, the end of boot camp. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's when they at the end they give you Eagle Globe and Anchor, but you gotta go through like all these confidence courses and stuff. Right. And it's pretty much working as a team. That's the thing. You got to work as a team to figure out how to get through this because you can't do it by yourself. So kind of crazy how that ties into life. And how you look back at it now. Yes. Right. You got to work as a team no matter what. You got to. Whether it's at work, whether it's with your partner, there are obviously other relationships, but very complex because you got to have those boundaries. But, you know, that that's besides that. And so, but the point is to have that teamwork mindset so you can get through did you have a teamwork <laughs> mindset before you joined the Marines? I would like to, yeah. But it got stronger, I got better, like I was able to fine tune it. I was working amongst other women that came from different parts of the country and get along, figure this out, whatever. Were you, whatever ever, were you ever scared? Of course, <clears throat> especially going, like, uh, besides boot camp, I was very scared when I was going into Iraq. I remember we took a helicopter ride, and that was pretty scary. I was just, like, thinking to myself, like, everything's okay. Tell me about, like, where did you start? Where would you go? How, tell me about uh, it. Kuwait, and then they dropped us off right there in Iraq, and EQ camp at the bottom. We were in Kuwait for, like, about a month waiting to get in, I believe it was. Sometimes the weather's really bad, and then there's all these other things that they have to take into account. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of movement, right. logistics. Right. Uh, what's Kuwait like? Also similar to Iraq, I would say. Um, we had so much downtime that we were just really outside a lot, walking a lot, the waiting, standby. But it's similar, like with the weather, it's really similar to Iraq. Sandstorm. Right. It's hot. Right. Hot. Um, now I saw so in some of the pictures I've seen uh, of you in the core, yeah. you're with um, you're, you're standing behind these big, I don't know what they're calling the Marine, these big like vehicles or tanks or something like that. Yeah. What were those, and were you driving those? No, I wasn't driving those. We okay. Were, we had gone out to go fire our weapons. Um, that was actually out in Iraq. I okay. think those are the ones that you. Uh, but I, you could be talking about the ones school too so because i have a bunch of pictures out there okay but but no i didn't get to drive those and they would transport us they're they're used to transport people back and uh -huh. forth and gear of course but mainly people so you went to so it was boot camp and then cook school yeah no actually let me backtrack boot camp marine combat training and then cook school okay and then your duty station oh in between all that, you get to go home for a little bit. <laughs> Tell me about combat training. Oh, MCT? Let's get to, let's get to the real <laughs> MCT, Let's get to the real fun. We got to fire all kinds of weapons. That was like really fun. Um, and then we got to feel like 
use more of the skills that they instilled in us, like in boot camp, like um, all the tactics and everything. Grouped up with other women and even men. So that was really cool. Got to throw a grenade. I thought that was really I jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it like in the movies where you you pull oh get down and you No. No, it's no, not. No, there's a lot of other safeties to it. Like you have to take into consideration other things. But you do have to be very mindful about that clip though. Sure. Know? But it's I mean, it's fun, but but they don't take in consideration like all that safety that's there, you know, all the safety measures that you need to have, like knowing what you're doing. Hollywood, let's just make it look cool. Hollywood so. is so, and and this is, I know that Hollywood is not the same anywhere as like when you're actually doing it. But like, yeah. when you watch movies, they really try to recreate it. Okay. To the best of. Okay, but there is stuff that is wrong, right? Yeah. Okay. I've noticed that, like, when there's an officer in a movie or any enlisted, like, they, like, all their stuff, a little uh, messy, not very squared away. Not looking. squared away, yeah. And they do that for a reason, though, I found out. They do that because they don't um, want to really portray. They, they, it's, a, like, a thing that they do because mm -hmm. they just don't want to, you know, correct about it it's just sure. a portrayal so i that's what i they don't want to be too perfect right. right yeah and i'm pretty sure my buddy had told me about that he lives out in Hull. he's about he's about to mm -hmm. so martin shout out to martin shout, shout out, out to, to martin. martin martin gardner he's a cool guy all right michelle gums says that roosevelt america excuse me roosevelt aurora american legion post 84 is always looking to sign veterans up to join meetings held second friday of every month there is always one event or another going on. As a member of the auxiliary, we're always looking for auxiliary members as well. Cell phone 630-803-2863 if you want to sign up. She's got forms somewhere around. Shouts out to Mike Eckberg, State Representative Stephanie Kifowit, Mr. Miller, World War II veteran. Shouts out to all of the Roosevelt Aurora American Legion Post 84 members. They are great people. Maria Chirito, good morning to you as well. Every the chat, Monica, you said it's off the yes. Monica, do you say <laughs> Carol Watkin, good morning to you. Good morning and God bless America on this absolutely fantastic yeah. day. We are glad to have our sister and our friend Allie Hernandez here on the show. Yeah, go Navy, go Navy, go Navy. Go Navy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, and also, that reminds me, um, I want to say a, a happy Veterans Day to the memory of Tracy Duran's father, mm -hmm. who was also a Navy veteran as well. Shout out to all my brothers uh, from the FFG 41, Mighty Mac McCluskey. You know how we do. Come on, they can't stop it. They can't stop it. <laughs> ben Geller, good morning. Gloria Penaloza, good morning to you. Gloria Penaloza is one half of the team of Sisters Party Decor. Uh, great local business here uh, in Aurora. And I want to say hello to, where did she go? I just saw you, Lisa. Lisa, where are you? Hello, Lisa. Lisa Gofron is also a friend of our show, and she is also a person very dedicated to the veterans. Simplify for you as well. Lisa. Okay. Sandra White. Look at all these people. Kurt Worster. Oh, we need hoodies with the Gams fam in the back. They coming. Don't worry. This yeah. was a gift to me. So I didn't even make this. This was <laughs> this is a gift. They're a coming. Zip up one too, actually. The zip joints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A black zip up. All right. Shout out to Sally Bice's son-in-law, Richard Kiss, an Aurora native who served in the Navy. Oh hey. man, go ahead, y'all. Go ahead. Okay. So the time is now 8.38 a.m. Um, when you, is, is there, so our, our mayor is a veteran. Yeah. Um, and we've got a lot of uh, leaders here in the city um, who are veterans. Do you think that veterans add to, uh, this better be a yes, but uh, <laughs> what's your opinion of you know, veterans and adding to the leadership discussion. Does it flow better? I, I kind of believe that people can all be leaders in their own right. 
but I do feel like we should pass the ball a little bit more to those caps, sir. What's your opinion? Yeah, I feel like um, service members or veterans, I'm sorry, veterans make really great leaders. But it, um, we should also try to, like, help other people, like, show them, like, different ways or show them what we know. Right. The fine-tune. Right. Yeah. Kind of bring them up, you know? That's yes. what it's all about. Empower them. Yeah. Um, so you were in Kuwait. Yeah. You went to Iraq. You flew in a helicopter. What was, what was a moment in the Marine Corps that really stuck with you and you will never forget? Now, that may sound cliche, but... From you and knowing you, it yeah. means a lot. So a moment that just like stuck mm -hmm. with me. Probably when I picked up Corporal, because I knew that I was gonna get some new responsibilities. More money, but, but it was the responsibilities and all the growth that I was gonna that was gonna come from that as a person because I was gonna be in charge of junior marines more and like other responsibilities that i was going to take on at the shop mm -hmm. so at work and so so i i was ready for that i felt like that was going to be a turning point what's the shop what's work oh well at the time um since i was a cook and when i was getting ready to go to iraq i was um working in the field house or the field mess i'm sorry the field mess and that's pretty much where we store all of our equipment so we would uh, keep that stuff there, and we would make sure that it was cleaned. And so during that time, yeah, that's where I was. That it's uh, it's my, it's our work area. It's our workstation where we have all of our field gear mess. Okay. That we would take out okay. with us. Much respect to our Mr. Miller and the crew of the USS Drexler. That is right, Ben Geller. That's right. Norma Peterson, come say hi to a wonderful group of veterans right now. One East Benson. Oh, that's right. 8.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. It's going down. One East Benson, the Old Aurora Public Library, Gallery 1904. Our friends, Roosevelt American Legion, Post 84, are there. Coffee, donuts, and meet some veterans. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Josie Mendoza Geller, our son's AFROTC detachment, is holding vigil today in Carbondale honor veterans rain and all yeah let me tell you when it comes to rain and bad weather uh deal with it like because yeah. there is no caring in the <laughs> they don't they care. don't care rain. you guys yeah. what we're going on this hike yeah, we don't four care. hours bro so. <laughs> yeah, you better bring enough socks with you you better have drink enough water right yeah um the time is now eight forty-two a.m and Unfortunately, this is the time where Monica leaves the show to go to class. Get it. But as we like to say, thank you very much, Monica. Thank you, Monica. For being here and for your thank service you. with Good Morning Aurora. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. See you again. See you later, Monica. All right. So uh, let's get back into our discussion here. Um, so now, when you do, you talk to people who or young people who are wanting to join the military, or no, you don't. Why no. not? No, you don't, you I don't think, mean any, or no. It's just because like we've talked about this before. So let me put some perspective to why. I feel like they're already target brown and black folks, right? Mm -hmm. We're already marginalized. I don't feel like we need to continue sending more of our people. Like, okay. I get we need that we need it. Mm -hmm. we, but no, there's an it, effort it's, to. There's, it's, uh, it's very conflicting. There's an effort to remove ROTC programs. I'm with it. Get rid of it. Okay. Yeah. Let the kids figure it out. Their youngs are too. Or their minds are too. I know what you meant right there. Their youngs yeah, are too much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> their minds are too young right now. You know? It still makes sense. Yeah. Yes. But it's just they're not ready. 
they, we need to give them time for their, especially men's, their brains, they don't mature until. But were you ready? Was I ready? No, of course. I think I was. I think it was a decision that was made with impulse, in a way, because I felt like trapped. I felt like I had no. At the time, um, Bush was in office. There wasn't mm -hmm. that many jobs. So I was just kind of dude, what am I stay here and like work and try to pay off her hopes that like stay focused or am right. I gonna go do something and take a challenge? No, yeah, so. I uh I understand. You know, this for the for the viewers and listeners, this is their first time meeting you and Nora yeah. but but you know, I got I hated life before I joined the Navy. Like I just wanted to leave. So I don't the whole ready, yeah, I, I don't think I was ready, like mentally ready, but I like the idea of the ROTC program being in kids' faces and them being able to, here's the thing, I like them, I like, I like for kids to be able to see squared away at that young age. When they're not ready, when they are anxious, they don't know what the hell's going on. Your boyfriend broke up with you. Your life is this. Your mom's mean. I like the idea of them seeing squared away and being like, maybe I could be squared away. You know what I'm saying? Because I, a, a, a couple of our other friends had the same kind of thought process when it came to the ROTC. Oh, they should... They shouldn't be in the schools. We need to have the kids just figure out on their own and everything. And, and yeah, I get that. But like, there should definitely be a role model available there at that moment. And a chief or a, I don't know, in the Marines. An uncommissioned officer. Yeah, an NCO. An NCO, yeah. yeah a to sergeant, be, a corporal. To yeah. be there and have, and for that person to be somebody to look up to when you're a freshman in high school or in eighth grade, like, that's helpful. Yeah, so the high schools should implement some kind of uh, mentorship program if they don't have it then. Or if Washer that or in high school area. Right. But something to think about. Um, now, with the benefit of hindsight, yeah. with the benefit of hindsight, looking, yeah. looking back on life right now, um, and knowing all you know and everything, would you have extended in the Marine Corps, or would you know? What do you What do you think? Because when you talk about it, you light up. Because you light the hell up. <laughs> like, like I like right the now. idea of just <laughs> being able to be on the go sometimes. Because I do get a little tired of being. Hot. Yeah, it's just because like the whole idea of being able to go to new places harder when you're working all your financial responsibilities you can't just really pick up and go i mean less that i don't have that many responsibilities it could be very hard you know right um so with that being said i think that i would have still gotten out because it brought me at this mm -hmm. but the one thing that kept me thinking about staying in was the fact that I'd get to travel. So w was Iraq the only place you traveled to? No, I And Kuwait to... and all that? No, I got to spend some time out in Yuma training. Yuma, Arizona? Iraq. Yeah. That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I was but, thinking like Japan or something like no, that. No, I didn't get to go to okay. Japan. But, <laughs> but I would love to. I would love to. Right. It'd be great. Um... But uh, what other places? Germany? Like, eight and a half. What was Germany like? It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. We got really rowdy out there. Had a good time. We were just getting back from Iraq. I remember when we were flying in, it was um, very luscious, kind of green, like a lot of mountain. Oh, this is How beautiful. That area was. Mm -hmm. 
Germany. Germany. Yeah. yeah. It was a, like by, um, we were at the Rams, Ramstein Air Force. Okay. Yeah. It's like the biggest Air Force right? base yeah. in Germany. Yeah. They had to do some service on our cargo flight because I was one of the last Marines to come back from my unit. I didn't have a welcome home thing from a Bob. It, it kind of did suck. I'm not going to lie. Now I think about it like, I don't know. It was just like, man, that kind of did suck. Damn. How long is the flight from Iraq to Germany? More than 12 hours for sure. Or wait, from, from Iraq to Germany? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought like in total. My bad. <laughs> Oof. Oh, I was about to say, no, not 12 hours. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe like six? Maybe? Interesting. Yeah, I um did a good amount of traveling, but there's a few places that Marines and Army buddies of mine tell me about that I do get jealous. I never went to, like uh, Rota, Spain. I never went to, you know, um, I have friends who've been to Israel. Mm-hmm. I have friends who've been to, you know, that's Mediterranean cruises and everything like that. Uh, I have friends who've been to Germany, and I'm like, man, that would be, that'd be cool. Yeah, well, those actual, um, those, a mule, which is where you transport in, and also go and do exercises at different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Marine Expeditionary Unit. Um, I had a chance to go on one, but I turned it down because I wanted to get out. So I mean, I would have had a chance to tra- to check out more countries, but I, you know, made some decisions, some opportunities, just yeah. so I could get back home. I wanted to to get situated. I did not want to extend my time. So yeah, there there was some opportunities. What did you feel like when you made corporal? Oh, it felt it felt amazing. I felt like like I achieved something great. I, it was something that I wanted to hold on to for a bit. It was very humbling. I was Corporal really, Hernandez, was really oh snap! I like that ring. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a E six. E four, E four, right? E yeah. six. Damn, jumped you, jumped you way to hell. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I did bad. not get out as an E six. My cool. bad. I oh, wish. My bad. No, you're good. All right, let's try that. Hello at home, ladies and gentlemen. Hello at home. We are here with our friend Ali Hernandez. God, it feels good. I'm happy to have you back on the show today. Thank you. You've been here since you've seen us grow. You've seen us grow, yo. Since day one. Since day one. Yeah, Yeah, I remember when the pandemic first happened, we were talking about you doing this because it was going to be. Yep, exactly. We need to switch things up. Oh, yeah, I was talking to you. Yes. Oh, yeah, we were were walking downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, we've been hanging out for a long time, yo. Um. Amazing. And then you and I did some volunteer work together on different things. Yeah. Uh man, Allie, you're a you're a good friend, yo. It you feels good. Too. It feels good to have you like I don't know. I that's why I reached out to you. I feel like super proud. Like I feel super proud that A, I can do this show and help people. I'm proud that the rest of the world may be closed on a Thursday on our Veterans Day, but we open to do it. And I feel proud that like I got you back to like keep shouting you out and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it, it does it does really feel good. I kinda but the reason why I asked you about like the culture of the military and everything is because as you know, you know, like well at least in the Navy, it's mad chauvinistic. You know what I'm saying? It's super like it it is just a very man oriented type of thing you know there's there's a lot of parts of it that aren't very nice that aren't safe at home with kids and i kind of want to like oh help to kind of soften that and disintegrate that you know what i mean because we're we're in it's a new day and a new time and people are trying to find themselves and i can think of like all the language and us like a sailor and like all the pejoratives and all that kind of stuff and like it does bother me a little and I kind of want to like do what I can to 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I kind of want to... It like it would upset me if like a young girl or like a young lady or some or a young dude, anybody, yeah. you know, a member of the LGBT community mm-hmm. would think about serving. And it's like, yo, they'll be harsh. That's not cool. But anyway, enough of that, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the time is now 8.54 a.m. Uh, damn, where's the time go, right? Yeah. Sheesh. Cheers them up, though. Cheers them Cheers up. Let's them do up. that. Let's do Cheers. that. So we're chilling here on a uh, a great Thursday. We are in our studio, 5 East Downer Place, uh, Sweet Tea. And we've got our friend Allie Hernandez here on the show. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of news about the uh, Fox Valley Mall light experience that's coming up here. Uh, coming up very soon. So bear with me just a brief moment as I read to you guys. Uh, With more than 1 million lights, holiday display outside Fox Valley Mall in Aurora seeks to create an immersive experience. Um, It's going to be drive-through holiday display. It starts tomorrow. It's going to be hard to miss. Fox Valley Mall General Manager Scott Sampson joked that he hopes the new display will that will light up the mall's east side would won't provide a distract a distraction for pilots flying into O'Hare Airport in Chicago. Damn, add lights. He says, "Quote: I hope they don't mistake our parking lot for a landing field. <laughs> when they throw the oversized light switch on this setup, there's going to be well over a million lights. I hope so too. If it does happen, that'll be news." Um, so, Mr. Sampson, along with a host of Aurora dignitaries, were on hand this week. Uh, as the Fox Valley Mall offered a ribbon cutting and uh, media preview of Let It Shine, a drive-through holiday lights display that follows up the dino safari that appeared in the same space during the summer. Over a million lights, all synchronized to music, greeting visitors when the display opens tomorrow. The display uh, will be open daily from 4.30 to 11.30 p.m. It goes to January 9th. Christmas is coming up, Allie. What do you think about that? Damn, where did the time go, right? Where'd the year go? It went by fast. I got to get ready to get these presents for my nephews and my niece. Oh, snap. Yeah, man. Um, Did you ever spend Christmas overseas? What's Christmas in Iraq like? Yes, I have. A little sad, but we made the best (laughs) out of it. We ate um, some really good food. I remember that we got, um, like, all kinds of seafood and... Dishes, I dishes to go along with that. Mm. Marine Corps birthday, I actually. It was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Had, Happy birthday, Marines. Happy birthday, Marines <laughs> out there. We everywhere. can hit the clap for the Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had two beers. They gave us two beers when we were out in deployment. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. Of course. And um, yeah, so that's what it was like. Uh, like, oh, we wish we were a moment. Let's make the best out of it right here, right now, with whom we have. Right. Interesting how the how how the um, Marines how the military does that. Like, you're so we become so used to and so accustomed to the nice, and yeah, we got the turkey, we got this, and the water's on all night, and we taking hot showers forever. And we sleep with the lights on, the TV, we sleep with that on and all that. And then we're in Iraq, we're in Manta, Ecuador, me, and can't drink the water, hot, they've secured the water so that you can't take a shower. Yeah. Eat when they eat eggs. Ugh. And you still got to work. And then you realize that, wow, maybe there is more to life than just hot showers and all that. You deal with stuff, man. You deal with it and you overcome and you adapt. Um, it's an amazing thing. So it's, uh, it's Veterans Day and the time is now 8.58 a.m. Um, we will give you the last word before we end. Um, let me see here. I want to say a couple more, get a couple more shots out, and a couple more highs, because you're right. a popular person. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, very you cool. you are very popular. 
the people seem to like you. Thank you. It's, yes. Yeah, that's, I have uh, mad love for everyone, too. Thank dance, you so you know, much. They, they, they love them some Allie. Uh, <laughs> the, every time you've been on this show, people have always hit up, yo, man, good job with Allie. Well, I think one of your junior Marines was tuning in the last time you were on the show. So yeah. if the Marines Wilmer, are tuning Rodriguez. in. Yeah. Boomer Rodriguez? Wilmer. Yeah, Wilmer. He lives out in Houston. Okay. Yeah, Wilmer Rodriguez. Yeah, I remember he had hit me up. He was like, hey, you did great. Thank you. Gave you a follow it. Monica says, in my opinion, I believe that integrating a STEAM-based learning curriculum would help students start gaining these critical thinking and innovation mindsets. That's very well said, Monica. Yes. That's very well said. Monica, or uh, Anna asked, what is STEAM? STEAM is an acronym that stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics. That's yeah. what it stands for. Uh, Jose Luis Prieto, good morning, beautiful Aurora. Also, Mr. Miller Benji says, hi, we could teach kids to build homes, set up clean water pumps and grow food, then take groups to poor villages all around the world. They could see that the kiddos there are just like them. That is a fact. Facts. Oh, Facts. man, I love you guys so oh, yeah. much. Uh, could we have the same kind of program as the ROTC before a Peace Corps program? Yes. Keep it coming. I'll be Emily. Come on, man. Day. Give it a clap. <laughs> Emily. Yes. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that. Me too. That made me so happy. Man. Okay. <laughs> uh, Maria Chirito. I think I said hi to you, but if I did not say hi to you already, Maria, good morning to you as well. All right. The time is 8.59. Uh, the show ends on a positive note. Yes. What is your message today for the people of Aurora, but also to the veterans? I do my you can make it. You can one. make it yours. Yeah. I just I'm thinking love. I just love each other. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then use that love in different ways by like helping your community out that's struggling. There's different ways to show love. A uh, good way to do it is volunteering. Yes. Volunteer. With the neighbor. Oh, do you know what? We can hit the clap for that. Oh, clap. Yeah. Monica! <laughs> Give me the clap. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in today, and we appreciate our friend Allie Hernandez for her time. Uh, today is Veterans Day. We hope that you guys all have a blessed and positive day. Uh, for the family members of those of, of our friends and listeners here on this show who are not around and are no longer with us, uh, we hold their memories sacred, and we hope that all of you guys who have family members currently serving around the world, wherever they may be, we hope that they continue to stay safe. As to our Aurora veterans here in all of Aurora and all of Kane County, we want to say thank you very much for your service, all of our World War II and to current conflict veterans as well. And Herschel Luckenbill, rest in peace. Take care of yourself and each other. I gotta do this myself because mine. <laughs>